welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Hey friends, and welcome back. This is actually a part two of a two-part podcast episode. So if you have not listened to part one yet, we dived deep into the art of embracing pleasure, cultivating joy, ditching burnout, finding fulfillment, And it was an absolutely incredible conversation. We split it into two because we had so much to talk about. And this is part two. So if you haven't listened to the first one yet, I highly recommend you go back so you don't miss the foundation we've built leading up to the conversation we're having in part two. So push pause. Go listen to part one if you haven't yet. If you have and you're here for part two, welcome, welcome. Let's jump right in. So I want to go and like narrow this down way more because from, you know, an abstract view and thinking about this, it sounds all great. Sounds sunshine, roses. Yeah, of course, everyone's going to be happy and vibrating higher and in this vibration of joy and pleasure. But how do I actually step into that? How do I actually Mm. show up each day in this, right? Because it's easy to listen to this podcast and, you know, we're driving in our car listening and being like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) preach it, Emily. Like, yeah, Jess. (laughs) But then like turn it off, park the car and we're back in real life. How do we actually step in and embody that? Or are there practices that you have in your daily life that kind of help anchor you back into that? Mm, Such a good question. Yeah, let's ground this. Let's make this tangible. There are are actually three things that are coming to mind for me that might be supportive to listeners that are tools I use with myself periodically and with my clients. So the first thing I would say to do is I would like to call it a boundary audit. And so it's simply, sorry, if you consciously already know who's crossing boundaries with you, great. Like that gets to be a place where you start reclaiming your time and energy by having that courageous conversation. I think that's step one, but it's also, some people are unclear, you know, it boundary violation. Oh, it must mean they're being really rude or really, you know, whatever, but often it's just very subtle. Um, So I often like to ask my clients as well. Okay. Where do, who do you feel a little bit resentful towards or who, yeah. when they text you or call you, or you think about going to see them, do you feel a little claustrophobic or a little like, uh, mm, <laughs> those are good to, clues. Those, those are good ones. Right. And then starting to identify how you can have that courageous conversation and boundaries often get this bad rap of being very serious and harsh and like this electric fence. But I always like to say it really is teaching people how to get the best version of you. And so it's stating not like you're doing this wrong, but it's more like, look, like this is it's more stating the desired behavior or outcome. Right. Instead of just you shouldn't be doing that. You're crossing a boundary with me, which is not going to be the best conversation. So it's really like, look, this is how I'm feeling. And this is the desired conversation or commitment or behavior moving forward. So it's not leaving people in the dark. It's like, this is what would feel good for me. And 
for this relationship. So that's the first thing I would say is a boundary audit. Okay. And I then the second thing I like, yeah, it, <laughs> I, I did some boundary auditing <laughs> last week and took some action on that one. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, yeah. No, I yeah. love that. That's something I've never heard it put that way, a boundary audit. But I think that that is something to definitely just every now and then just check like what's creeping in. What have I kind of like lowered and let like just ooze into my life that's really sucking energy from me. I think that that is a gold mine of a tip. So what's number two? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, and you know, I had done it last week because I had noticed there was a, a, a connection in my life for exactly that. Whenever I would get the text, I would feel my body collapsing mm. and I would feel this energy of like wanting to avoid them. And I was just like, Emily, we, we get to have that conversation. And I had the conversation. It, you know, it, it can be uncomfortable sometimes, but ultimately like we're going to prevent that ongoing energy, right. funkiness, resentment, avoidance, loop. And then the second one is another audit. I like to call it an energy audit. So this is, I think, especially supportive if you're a busy mom or if you're in a nine to five and you have a lot of obligations you're juggling. It's literally just going in. And what adds to my energy throughout the day, week, month, even year, and what detracts from my energy throughout the day, week, month, year. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing you get to ask yourself is what choices do I have to start increasing the presence of the things that add energy in my life? Say that again really quick, because that is such a huge question. What choices do I have? Holy cow. Just I'm going to like out myself right here. How often do I slip into victim mode and think that I have absolutely no choices when I really do? So that question alone, what choices do I have? That could be the whole thing. Yes, girl. Yes. Hearing the what choices, like seeing yes. tangibly, writing it down. You know, mm. this makes me feel amazing. This makes me feel joy. This makes me feel alive. What choices do I have to create more of it, to cause more of it in my life? And then for the things you've identified that are really draining your energy, what choices do I have to decrease the presence of that in my life or even eliminate it completely? Absolutely. Mm. Love it. Love, love, love. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. I, you know, I have a um, choice. I have a choose tattooed in my arm to always remind myself of the choices I have. Yes. Because victimhood is used to be like my favorite place to live. I was like, I have no choice in this. And it's, it's so easy to drop into victimhood. I think like, ooh, just like it's a direct <laughs> path there. There's no barriers. We can just fall right into it. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of us can probably identify with that. But yes, Wow. And I love that you have that tattooed there because we always, always, always have a choice. Yes, yes, yes. If, if, for anyone listening, if you take anything away, yeah. right, it's <laughs> that you always have a choice. Mm-hmm. We often, we just need, we get to receive a little bit of support from a friend or a coach or a partner or whoever it is to really remind us of the choice available to us in each moment. And then the last one is the most terrible, awful assignment I've ever given my clients. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, I, I'm kidding. It's called Project Joy. <laughs> it does not sound terrible. <laughs> it's uh, so This is often something I do with really, you know, the, either more clinically burnt out clients or clients with that more soul burnout. And so Project Joy, some people call it Project Turn On, just whatever the flavor they're feeling is you begin by making a list of 20 things that really light you up, turn you on, make you feel pleasure, joy, presence. 
And this is interesting because often my clients are, are like, wait, 20? 20? Right. <laughs> it can feel like, like a lot. Yeah. So it's this interesting experiment of really challenging yourself to really look for the, and harness, harvest those little moments of pleasure and joy and presence throughout the week. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not clear in what the 20 might be, that's the point. Like make a hypothesis, make an educated guess. Like, I think I might really like this. I Mm. used to really like doing this when I was younger, when I had more time, let me add it to the list. And then, so the actual project joys for seven days, you do two to three things on the list for seven days. So it's just like a major pattern interrupt from going from the, the productivity and the shoulds and, the Netflixing, which is, I again, I love, but it's like actually interrupting that pattern of just kind of, yeah, this is just, this is fine. Yeah. So really. O- the autopilot pattern. Autopilot. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. It's almost overwhelming your system with joy and just in experimenting and playing. Mm. And so if you're, you know, one of those women that are like, well, I don't think I have 20. Like the, part of this process is engaging in one of the activities you put on your list and then rank you can rank it it can be this like detective mission They're like okay how did that on a scale of one to ten <laughs> how did that how did how that did feel that, did i love it did, did i not feel? yeah 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 one of my clients i always she um she i think when we first started she's like i have four things i like doing <laughs> <laughs> and after it she had identified so many things that she loved doing that she still does like she allowed herself to start doing puzzles again, something she hadn't done mm. since she was a kid. She allowed herself to actually she go by a puppy. And now her whole life has changed because then she yeah. that getting the puppy reminded her she actually really loved nature and she'd been in a city. So she started to have this whole thing unraveled and she like moved to the woods and has a house now, has a dog, goes on walks every day, does puzzles at night. Mm, it's just it, this yes. little project it, this all happened over a year by the way it wasn't overnight right it wasn't like but, a weekend thing <laughs> yeah no it but it began with that that assignment and she always talks about she's like that was so, so pivotal so those are my three like grounding this okay what I would say for next steps I absolutely love those project project joy <laughs> project joy I love the project joy so much because I'm even thinking you know if you're someone who's identifying with you know the person that's like 20 what you want me to come up with 20 I remember years ago being asked something like that like tell me something interesting about yourself or what you like to do and I was like I don't know what I like mm. to do you know like so even if you're like okay I'm glad that lady had four because I have none but it's a beautiful <laughs> practice to open up and just explore. Cause like you said, she got a puppy and then remembered, Oh, I like going outdoors. And then remember like what a beautiful little like stepping stone journey that you can go on. And so I'm so grateful that you shared that tip as the the third one after, you know, kind of taking the audits of your life. Um, but giving yourself mm-hmm. that, that freedom to explore how, what a gift to give yourself. Yeah. And it, it's really a journey and to me, self, self-knowledge, yeah. self-awareness of really just understanding what are your unique codes for feeling joy? Cause it looks mm. different for everyone. And I think often we fall into, well, this is what they want to do. And this is their definition of having fun, but maybe you don't really actually like it. Or maybe it's something you've outgrown. Like for example, I used to find it to be really fun to go to a bar. And yeah. I, I actually, that's my definition 
of hell no. <laughs> right. <laughs> so when I say, when I say yes to that now, I, I, it, it's not, that would not qualify for me as doing something pleasurable, right? That mm-hmm. would just be like, oh, this is what they want to do. And that, that doesn't mean we never do things for other people. It just means we're really aware of what's adding to our energy and what's taking away from our energy. And I think with the Project Joy too, something to keep in mind is it doesn't have to be big, grandiose things. It can be little yes. moments. Like for me, something that just brings me so much pleasure and presence. Because that's the thing about pleasure. It's a sensory experience often. It's your sense of taste or sound or yep. smell. And so I have this incense that I'm absolutely obsessed with that I bring with me everywhere I go. It smells like vanilla. And mm-hmm. so I'm always burning that or I'm a, I love cacao and I love mixing different herbs into my cacao. And so to me, that's just this decadent treat. That's actually so, so good for me uh, every day, no matter where yeah. I am, like at, at the airport, they're, they're opening my suitcase. like, why do you have this whisk, this electronic whisk <laughs> thing and all these powders? But I'm like, this is part of my pleasure. This is part of my joy. My cup of cacao. Yes. <laughs> little thing. I love that because we can think that it's these big, grandiose things, right? That are these fun experiences and things that we do. But yeah, like one of my favorite things is I love looking at the stars. And I remember I went out one night and I looked up at the sky and I was like, when was the last time I just sat here and got to look at the stars? And I, this summer, I've actually prioritized that a lot more where I'll go out either after the sauna or I'll just go out and invite one of my kids with me to lay on the trampoline, which I loved doing as a kid when I was younger and just staring. And so it can be these little tiny things, but like, that might sound so silly. Like I had 10 minutes before I came inside, before I started getting eaten by alive by mosquitoes, right? (laughs) To look at the stars, but I cannot emphasize like the joy and the pleasure that that did bring into my life of just sitting. So it really can be so simple. Like do not complicate the joy project. Yes. And it can be free and Mm. it can be easy because yes, sometimes women are like, well, I like massages and I like new shoes and great, 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 great. But you know, we're going to go broke if we're doing (laughs) Yeah. And I would challenge you if if everything on your list involves spending a lot of money to that's actually a, a, piece of information too right Mm -hmm. it's like Mm -hmm. why is that and what am I missing what am I what are these juicy beautiful moments that are available to me Mm, we're opening the door to so much curiosity today (laughs) yeah yeah and you know like in that moment when you're going and laying under the stars the habit in our brain might be well let's just lay here and scroll Instagram instead so sometimes it's just like catching yourself and making that again the different choice and I catch myself all the time you know this this phone addiction we all are struggling with Mm -hmm. I'll catch myself great grabbing the phone and then I'm like nope we're putting that down put it down with nope let's do something else what would feel really beautiful right now what would feel really like okay let's go let's go outside let's go for a walk let's turn on some music let's light some incense let's write oh to read a book by the fire if it's the winter, you know, it's just mm-hmm. what else? Just the what little, else? yes. The oh. yeah. That's what life's about. I mean, really, it truly is. And we forget because we're always running towards the next mountaintop, the next achievement, which is beautiful. It's human nature. You know, we need our goals and yes. dreams and aspirations. But I'm a big believer if we cannot enjoy the journey, the climb to the top of the mountain, we're not going to enjoy the mountaintop. 
No. And then we're going to get to the mountaintop. We're like, this isn't enough. I need the next thing. What's the next thing I can You'll achieve? You'll be so- standing on the mountaintop looking at the n- another peak and saying, how do I get to that one? That peak looks better, right? Instead of yeah. acknowledging the climb. I love that so much. And, and yeah, there's nothing wrong with accomplishments. I'm always shooting for new goals. I love seeing what I can do and the accomplishments I can make, but it is a balance. I think of the two of really having so much fun and so much enjoyment in your life that those goals are kind of just an addition to it and not the only thing. Yes. I love how you just said that. It's really just like the goals are the cherry on top energy. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I enjoyed the process and the woman I'm becoming and all that I've learned on this journey to this mountaintop or this goal, or this milestone. And you reach it. It's just true top energy. This is great, but I already feel freaking amazing. Yes. <laughs> I'm already loving my life and everything that comes in those mountaintop moments is just the whipped cream. Yeah, just extra, <laughs> extra, extra. Oh my gosh, Emily, I've loved this conversation with you so much. I'm like vibing so high. I just want to go out and have the best day ever. Before I let you go though, I want to make sure that everyone knows how they can come and find you because I'm sure they're like, okay, show notes, where's the link? Um, there's a couple different places. I think we can find you over on Instagram. That's how mean you got connected, which I'll link below, but anything else that you've got going on or offers that you want to share with everyone listening? Oh, thank you for opening the space to that. Yeah. Come, if you enjoyed this conversation, come hang out with me on Instagram, send me a message, let me know your takeaways. And I do one-off sessions. If you're ever interested in going deeper Mm. into burnout prevention, recovery, activating your pleasure and joy and aliveness and yeah all all the goods are on instagram they're all linked on instagram come hang out with me there (laughs) okay perfect i made it easy for you guys to scroll down there's a little link for you hit that and emily thank you so 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 much my pleasure i loved this conversation thank you for hanging out with me again today i'm so glad you pressed play If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts, and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.